All right. Really important show today. We're going to talk about why you should get tested for Hashimoto's if you have hypothyroidism. If you've been diagnosed with hypothyroidism, you might be out there taking your prescribed thyroid replacement medication, you're monitoring your TSH levels with your doctor's help, and and you're going about your life. But there is a critical piece of information about your health that you may be missing. And even your doctor may not have made you aware of how important this is. Too many of us have gone years unaware of this knowledge as our health gradually goes downhill. So are you ready to know what it is? In the U.S. and most developed countries, including Canada, up to 95% of us with hypothyroidism have an autoimmune disease called Hashimoto's. It's incredibly common, affecting about 5% of people in the U.S., according to the Cleveland Clinic. That means that if you've been diagnosed with hypothyroidism and you live in the U.S. or one of those developed countries, it's almost certain that you also have Hashimoto's. So let's take a closer look today at what that means for you. Hello, thyroid drivers. Welcome back to another episode of Thyroid Healthy Bites, a weekly podcast dedicated to helping you live well and eat well so you can feel well. I'm Ginny Mahar, your host and the face behind the apron at hypothyroidchef.com. All right. Thanks so much for joining me today for this very important episode. We're going to be talking about testing and doctors and thyroid health. So just a quick disclaimer, this is for informational and educational purposes only, and in no way should be considered a substitute for professional medical advice and guidance. Always discuss diet, lifestyle, and treatment changes with your doctor first. Although this is a more, I guess, clinical topic than I usually cover, it is such an important topic to cover because I survey my audience regularly and I can see from my surveys that the vast majority of people who come to me know that they have hypothyroidism, but they don't know that they also have probably have Hashimoto's. Um, And I've also just worked with people who are like, oh, yeah, I've just never gotten tested. My doctor never tests me. So I I don't think I have that. And there's some big misconceptions around that that we're going to talk about today. So what we're going to cover is first, we'll start with the difference between hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's. How are they different? How are they similar? How are they related? We'll also talk about why a lot of doctors do not test for Hashimoto's. And why getting tested for Hashimoto's matters, why you need to know this, even if it is kind of scary. I'm also going to share my personal story about this with you, about going four years without knowing that what I actually had was Hashimoto's. Well, I just thought that I had hypothyroidism and what it meant for me to finally get tested and how it actually was like the beginning of my healing journey. And then we'll wrap it up with your action steps for anyone out there listening who is ready to get this really important and critical piece of information about their health. So why don't we start with hypothyroidism versus Hashimoto's? What is the difference? Hypothyroidism is the condition of having an underactive thyroid. Hashimoto's thyroiditis is an autoimmune thyroid disease in which the immune system attacks and destroys thyroid tissue. 
So the thing to know is that Hashimoto's is the number one cause of hypothyroidism in the United States and other developed countries, including Canada. The way hypothyroidism is detected is by testing your TSH or thyroid stimulating hormone. Now, the higher that number, the harder your body's working to try and stimulate the thyroid to make thyroid hormone. It's as if TSH is saying, hey, wake up thyroid, you need to get to work. So thyroid hormone is essential because it controls our metabolism and that affects pretty much every system in the body. So if your thyroid stimulating hormone is above five, that typically indicates hypothyroidism according to conventional medicine. Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism are often synonymous, but they are not the same thing. Hashimoto's disease, also known as autoimmune thyroiditis, is indicated by the presence of anti-thyroid antibodies, usually TPO antibodies and sometimes TG antibodies. This can be a little bit confusing, but a person can have elevated antibodies indicating Hashimoto's without having an elevated TSH or any symptoms of hypothyroidism. Hashimoto's is most commonly associated with hypothyroidism, but it can also cause the body to kind of yo-yo between hypo and hyperthyroidism. With Hashimoto's, the body's immune system attacks and destroys its own thyroid tissue. And sometimes that attack on the thyroid gland can release this excess of thyroid hormone and kind of flood the body with it, which can lead to hyperthyroid symptoms. Your doctor might not tell you any of this or even test you for Hashimoto's because it doesn't change the standard treatment protocol of synthetic thyroid hormone and monitoring TSH only. The takeaway is that the vast majority of us in developed countries who have hypothyroidism, in fact, have Hashimoto's. This doesn't mean all hypothyroid patients have Hashimoto's. Also, it's possible to have Hashimoto's without having hypothyroidism, like we talked about. Still, if you've been diagnosed with hypothyroidism, it's a very good idea to ask your doctor to test you for Hashimoto's as well. Why do many doctors still not test for Hashimoto's? You might be thinking, I don't have Hashimoto's, I just have hypothyroidism. Like surely my doctor would have tested me for Hashimoto's if they suspected I have it. Unfortunately, got to think again. I once believed that too, but as patients in the conventional medical system, that is often not the case. The conventional standard of care and treatment for hypothyroidism, again, is that daily synthetic thyroid hormone, like levothyroxine, and monitoring with TSH testing only. Many doctors just don't feel it's necessary to test for Hashimoto's because it doesn't change their treatment plan. Now, I have to say that standards has left a lot of us, far too many thyroid thrivers in the dark about what is actually going on in our bodies. If we have an autoimmune disease, shouldn't we be made aware of that? Also, there's other thyroid tests that can make a big difference in addressing and assessing like how well our medication is working for us and ultimately in our quality of life. TSH testing alone does not explain why TSH is off, nor does it show us how our bodies are utilizing or converting our T4-only medications into the active form of thyroid hormone, or T3. 
functional, holistic, or integrative doctors do typically take a more comprehensive approach to treatment, which is why so many of us find that it's necessary to find a new doctor who's willing to go beyond that basic standard of care. For many of us, this is just what's been required in order to find the right medication at the right dosage and to more fully understand and be advised on what it means to have an autoimmune disease. As patients, we can always request the antibodies test to check for Hashimoto's. Some doctors will, and some doctors refuse to run them. If this happens to you, I strongly encourage you to either find a doctor who will order the test for you, order the test yourself, or maybe think about some of these at-home thyroid test kits, which can provide the answers you need. There's other causes of hypothyroidism besides Hashimoto's like iodine imbalance, surgery, radiation. Knowing the root cause is crucial. In the words of thyroid expert, Mary Showman, understanding the why behind a diagnosis of hypothyroidism is critical to moving forward with a treatment plan. All right, let's talk about why your Hashimoto's diagnosis matters. Over time, Hashimoto's can lead to destruction of the thyroid gland the formation of thyroid nodules, thyroid cancer, and a host of other health issues. With Hashimoto's, you're also at an increased risk of other autoimmune diseases. While many of us are able to live relatively normal lives with Hashimoto's, other autoimmune diseases can have a much bigger impact on our quality of life. So diseases like type one diabetes, MS, uh, ulcerative colitis, lupus, Crohn's, Um, rheumatoid arthritis. These are just a few others from a very long list of autoimmune diseases. Studies have shown that up to 25% of us with one autoimmune disease will develop additional autoimmune diseases. Multiple autoimmune syndrome is a condition in which three autoimmune diseases are present, and it's more common in those of us with a history of autoimmune disease. Now, I don't share this to scare you, but to empower you because how can we be proactive or take preventive measures if we don't even know what's really going on in our body? I know that being left in the dark cost me four years of being sick and tired, the first four years of my son's life, and I don't want that to happen to you. So even though it is scary, finding out whether or not you have an autoimmune disease opens up a world of powerful information that can make all the difference to your health. One of the key facts to know about autoimmune disease, according to Dr. Terry Walls, who I interviewed in 2019, is that autoimmunity has a significant diet and lifestyle component with a significant portion of your risk coming from how you live, what you eat, and your environment. Dr. Walls recommends a nutrient-dense diet, reducing toxic exposure, staying active, managing stress and finding community support as some of the most potent preventatives you can adopt. These are the principles that she's used to beat progressive multiple sclerosis, which happens to be another autoimmune disease. These are also the same principles taught by the Institute for Functional Medicine and in my functional medicine health coach certification training. There are the principles I live by, share and create resources for, and the same principles that so many other experts and thyroid drivers are using to stay on the sunny side of health street. 
Now, these diet and lifestyle changes are not just empowering. They can help us reduce our symptoms. They can help us feel our best, improve our quality of life, and ultimately protect our health for the long term. So I want to tell you my Hashimoto's diagnosis story. I went four years from my original diagnosis of hypothyroidism until I learned that what I actually had was Hashimoto's. I remember hearing that word Hashimoto's and thinking, I don't have that. I just have hypothyroidism. My doctor would have tested me for that, right? During those four years, my health was on a fast and steady decline. I was tired every day from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed. I was fighting multiple infections. I was sick for months at a time, and I was on round after round of antibiotics. Um, I was dealing with things like repeated bouts of laryngitis that took my voice away for three weeks at a time over and over again. Things like strep throat became tonsillitis and then double ear infections in spite of the fact that I was on round after round of antibiotics. And this was not normal for me. I used to be a person who rarely got sick, but it was like my body couldn't even seem to recover from the common cold all of a sudden. I also was struggling with a lot of really common hypothyroidism symptoms like hair loss, weight gain, joint pain, chronic hoarseness, a serious case of the blahs. My brain fog was sometimes so bad that I wasn't sure if I should be driving a car. My work as a chef and food writer and cooking instructor was also becoming pretty compromised. I was noticing that foods like uh, grains, dairy, and sugar really made me feel worse, which made teaching a lot of traditional recipes pretty difficult. Plus, I was like sick so often that I was having to cancel my cooking classes. I was noticing these correlations between my diet and my symptoms, even though my doctor assured me each year at my checkups that, oh, diet won't make a difference for your thyroid condition. Her opinion was that because I was on levothyroxine and my TSH was normal, my health struggles were probably just a result of my age. <laughs> I was in my late 30s at the time. Those four long years happened to be the first four years of my son's life, and I was really struggling to be the mother that I wanted to be for him and that he deserved with so much illness and such constant low energy. I just, I couldn't do it. And I did eventually hit rock bottom. I remember driving myself to the ER with this relentless headache that I had had for weeks. And I was just crying these hot tears of frustration. And I had started to wonder, am I going crazy? Is this just all in my head? Like, is this just how I'm supposed to feel at 39? It was a handful of my cooking class students, actually, who changed everything for me. While I was teaching a class on, I think it was like grain-free vegan recipes, I just happened to mention to the class that I was having to be pretty choosy about which classes I taught because I had hypothyroidism and I was noticing correlations between what I ate and how I felt. And a handful of women came up to me after class. All of them had been through their own hypothyroid struggles. And all of them were like, oh, there's this whole like world of information you need to know about. One of them reported to me that both she and her sister had reversed their hypothyroidism by eliminating wheat and only wheat in their diet. The others had their own experience eliminating various foods, trying different types of medication, and just ultimately feeling better. I thanked them. I jotted down their book recommendations and went home. But my life and my career would never be the same. 
the light bulb was finally turned on and it was other thyroid thrivers who did that for me. I will never forget that. That night I went home, I immediately ordered their book recommendations and I started to research and educate myself. That's a process that has continued to this day for me, but it was that light bulb moment when I learned that I needed not just TSH, but a full panel of thyroid tests, including testing for Hashimoto's. So a complete thyroid panel includes TSH or thyroid stimulating hormone, free T4, free T3, and TPO antibodies. Now, some practitioners also recommend reverse T3 and TG antibodies, but for the purposes of simplicity, we'll just keep it to the essentials. So those first three tests would tell me if I was on the right amount of thyroid medication and if that medication was being well utilized by my body. The TPO antibodies test, if that was elevated above 35, that would indicate positive thyroid antibodies, or in other words, Hashimoto's. So I immediately called my doctor's office to ask for the tests, and thankfully they agreed. And I remember the nurse saying, oh, this is like deja vu. I, you know, rattling off this list of tests, and she's like, I just did all this for someone else. A week later, she called me with the results and said, your antibodies were elevated. I, I, want to, I think they were in the 300 range. So I have Hashimoto's, I said. Yeah, she said, it's what the doctor expected, but it doesn't really change anything. Just keep taking your levothyroxine. Even though the doctor expected I had Hashimoto's, she hadn't tested me because it made no difference to her recommended treatment, levothyroxine and TSH testing only. Although a Hashimoto's diagnosis may not have changed her treatment plan, it certainly changed mine. Knowing that I had Hashimoto's was a key to this whole new world of options to improve my health. And I went after them. I pursued them with gusto. So the first thing I did was I found a new doctor. And after that, I started changing my diet and my lifestyle. Now, the best doctor option in my area ended up being a naturopath who helped me uncover and address some underlying issues like um, gut dysbiosis and nutrient deficiencies. But her willingness to do the detective work, to listen to me and to validate what I was going through and to remind me this is not all in your head, it changed my life. And I continue to work with her to this day. Within a few months, I had lowered my thyroid antibodies by more than half, and they do continue to go down. But best of all, I got my energy back. After years of just tired all day, every day, I feel better. I have my life and vitality back. And that's thanks in part to getting my antibodies in check. According to thyroid health experts like Dr. Isabella Wentz, it also means that I may have lowered my risk for additional autoimmune conditions or multiple autoimmune syndrome. The changes I've made, I believe, have kept me relatively healthy and happy and just able to live my life and be the person and wife and mother I want to be. I'm pursuing new dreams. I'm learning new things. I feel vibrant and energized most of the time. I also haven't needed one round of antibiotics since I made this shift in 2015. That is, unless you count the ones I had to take for shoulder surgery, which I don't. But I've just become a person who can say again, finally, I rarely get sick. All right. So if you're out there listening and thinking, all right, 
it's time. I'm going to ask my doctor for this test. And I hope you do. Let's talk about your next steps. The good news is that finding out if you have Hashimoto's is pretty easy. If you've been diagnosed with hypothyroidism, be sure to just, first of all, try requesting that from your doctor. Ask that they also test you for thyroid antibodies. You can request that TPO antibodies test as part of a full thyroid panel, which also includes TSH, free T3, and free T4, and sometimes TG antibodies and reverse T3. If your doctor refuses to test you for Hashimoto's, consider finding a new doctor or order the test yourself through a company like Paloma Health. They have a complete at-home thyroid test kit that is awesome. It includes all of those tests. They also have a growing number of insurance-covered doctors via telemedicine in several states who specialize in treating thyroid patients and who will never get their feathers ruffled at you asking for a complete thyroid panel. Paloma has generously provided me with a 30% off coupon code for their complete at-home thyroid test kit, and that code is HypothyroidChef. So to wrap it up, if you've been diagnosed with hypothyroidism, but you're unsure whether or not you have or have been tested for Hashimoto's, it's time to find out. Let's just rip the Band-Aid off and do it. Get that complete and accurate thyroid diagnosis because it is really essential to your healing journey. Hopefully someday Hashimoto's testing will be standard practice for all doctors. But until that day comes, don't hesitate to advocate for your needs as a patient. Ask for the answers and tests you need and deserve and keep searching until you find a doctor who's willing to help you solve your health puzzle. All right, that's all for today. You know, I think if one person out there hears this and gets tested, I've done my good deed for the day. And if that person is you, don't forget to take advantage of that 30% discount on Paloma's complete at-home thyroid test kit. They couldn't possibly have made this any easier for patients. It's a truly awesome resource. And with my discount code, I believe it's only like 69 bucks. So that code is simply hypothyroidchef, all one word, but I'll put all that in the show notes for you as well. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Thyroid Healthy Bites. If you've enjoyed the show, please don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave a review. If you'd like to know more about how you can live well, eat well, and feel well as a thyroid thriver, you can download my free Thyroid Healthy Grocery Guide at hypothyroidchef.com slash grocery. I'll put that link in the show notes for you as well. I'm Ginny Mahar, the hypothyroid chef, wishing you happy cooking, happy thriving, and the best of health. See you next time.